You're listening to the e-commerce marketing show presented by Privy. What's up, everybody? Thanks for listening to another episode of the e-commerce marketing show. A lot has changed since the last episode, which is only a week ago. A lot's been happening around the world. But for this episode, I wanted to bring on Ben, who's the founder and CEO at Privy, because we thought it'd just be good to just talk about what's going on in the world, why Tom Brady left the Patriots. I'm just kidding. <laughs> what's going on around the world? You posted a video today. So Ben, hey, how are you feeling, first of all, as a founder? Because I think one thing you can relate to is you're not an e-commerce business owner, but you are a business owner. And you know this has been a crazy week. So where are you at? Yeah. Personally, I'm doing well. Thank you for asking. Very few people do. It's kind of a weird time, right? Like You can't really prepare for moments like this. So I'm doing all right. And I think it'd be cool to share a little bit about some of the conversations we're having internally. What are the things that you want to talk about internally that's worth talking about? Because I have a million things I want to ask you about e-commerce, but if you're, okay. if you're open to talk about some of the privy stuff, I'm interested in it. So. Yeah, yeah, let's do it. So I think the first thing is uncertainty. We're in the heart of the storm here in Boston. So we basically on a dime, I think we did this in like 24 hours. We told everyone to start working from home. We're in tech. Yeah. It's not the end of the world. A bunch of people work from home, all that. But I think like still, you know, 70 people and growing having to do that on a dime has just created a lot of challenge. So that's one. The other is just kind of like what's happening, the uncertainty in the market. Super bullish that this will be a period of time and, and we'll see growth after that. But when you're unsure, you need to make smart decisions. So a lot of what we're talking about internally is like, what are the right decisions to make as a company around headcount growth? Do we slow down? Budget? Do we slow down? Like, I know you heard from Bob, our CFO. I tweeted out a poll last night. I said, most of the people that follow me are marketers. So this is going to skew. But I said, are you cutting your marketing budget? And 20% said, yes, we already have. 11% said, yes, we will be. And 65% of people, this is out of 700 votes. It's pretty legit. They said TBD, which feels like the overall sense in the world right now, at least on the business side is, Nobody knows what's going to happen next week, two weeks, three weeks. And it feels like that's the craziest thing is to have to to be in your situation as a CEO and to have to make decisions with (laughs) absolutely no data other than like things are not good today. Yeah. I think now more than ever for any founder, whether you're SaaS or e-commerce or any manager, even you need to have balance and you need to act quickly because like if your business is stalling out, you need to make smart decisions immediately. But you also don't want to rush into stuff that's going to hurt you when the market comes back in two or three months. So the first thing that I think about, first and foremost, is our people, the people we have today, making sure we have a good plan financially to prepare in case this slowdown lasts longer than anyone thinks. So I think like just working internally with each of the team leads and finance to make sure we've got that locked down. And yeah, that has ripple effects, right? So I'll let you speak to what's happening on marketing, but we're probably not going to spend on certain initiatives the way we would have even just 30 days ago, just to be sure we have what we need if this thing lasts. 
and it's tough because basically like the way that we would think about the marketing budget is as some percentage of revenue. And if we don't think, I saw Jason Lemkin, who's been great on Twitter during this whole thing. He posted something, which is why I did that Twitter poll about like, are you reforecasting for this year? And if so, by how much? And overwhelmingly, the response was people were assuming 40% less in the forecast. And I actually think it's probably going to end up being more than that for most companies based on the 2020 plan. So we'll have to cut marketing budget. But that's also a byproduct of like the demand is there, right? If people aren't buying, then it does seem silly to be out there asking. But I think you could also make the case that marketing is something that is worth continuing to invest in. I mean, that's how we feel as a business for us. Like, okay, if everybody's going to turn off all their marketing, then what? Like, I think marketing is the most important thing you could be doing right now to build an audience. And so I think internally in marketing, we had a great discussion on our team yesterday about, hey, if everything dried up from a revenue standpoint, what would we do? And we said, well, we would just shift all of that focus. And and I would make the case to you and to CFO about the budget and say, hey, we're going to go all in on content and building an audience. And so we can build a community of people that when they're ready to come back and buy in five, six, seven months, who are they going to buy from? They're going to buy from us. So like, that's how I would pitch this as a marketer. And I think that that's a really similar story to advice for e-commerce brands, right? Like build your audience. Like now is more important than ever to be able to have that. Yeah. So you touched on a couple of good things and I'll just kind of riff on them a little bit. So reforecasting as an entrepreneur, like, the last thing on your mind right now should be thinking about your goals for the year, right? Like, don't worry about that yet. Make sure your employees, your staff, your supply chain, like that you personally are in a good spot and that you've got cash in the bank to weather this storm. The next thing is don't slow down your business. Just like you said, everyone's sitting at home they're on their phones. Like I can only imagine what screen time looks like for people that use that right now. Even myself, I'm like, what the hell am I doing? I'm doing work. I'm with my family. Like I'm on my phone. There's so much happening. And I personally, we as a family, we're at, we've actually spent more in the last couple of days online than we ever have historically. You know, we talk to some of the other teammates we have at Privy, talking to friends, family, like everyone's spending online. So as an e-commerce business, you should be super bullish around what's happening and that this will actually fuel growth in your business. The question is, is that going to happen immediately? Maybe not. Depends on what vertical you're in. So what I'd be thinking about doing right now is how do you leverage the relationships that you already have without the need to increase your ad budget in an uncertain time? But to get in front of the people that love you, that have purchased from you before, that are already visiting your store, those are the folks that I'd be pouring all of my attention into right now. I also think there's a unique opportunity with e-commerce brands, and especially like where we focus, which is we call them small and growing e-commerce brands. But I think there's an opportunity where over the last like four or five days, my inbox was filled with, and and I'm new to e-commerce. And so like the majority of emails that I'm getting are from like either kind of enterprise products that we've bought or I'm using. And they have all to me done a really terrible job of communicating with customers during this time because every one of them has taken the basically generic stance of like, here's what we're doing during COVID-19. Here's what you can expect from us, which is great. And I'm sure that that came from consulting with your lawyers and like, here's what we should send. But I think the opportunity that e-commerce brands have is to say, 
hey, I'm Dave. This is me on camera. Like you did this morning on Twitter. This is me on camera. Like, here's how I'm feeling right now. Here's what you can expect from us. Like, it's more important than ever, I think, from a brand perspective to be vulnerable, to be real, to be human, to be authentic, because those are all the emotions that normal people are feeling. And so if you don't also show those things as an entrepreneur, as a brand, you're going to come off as tone deaf. And I think e-commerce brands have an amazing opportunity to tell that story. Why did you start this business in the first place? How are things going for you right now, right? It's not going to be some random person on your marketing team doing it. It's going to come from you, the actual founder. Those are also the things that are going to help remind people that, oh yeah, you do offer that toilet paper, right? And I don't necessarily need to go to Amazon or whatever that is, right? Like I think that's the opportunity that e-commerce brands have like in this current moment. A couple things for the swipe file, right? Like you're a big swipe file guy. (laughs) Someone on your team shared an email from Levi's and there was a line in there that I thought was really good that other people can be using right now, which is levis.com is open 24-7. And they also alongside that mentioned like, you're probably not thinking about $100 jeans right now. But I thought that the tone that they use, that reminder that e-commerce is always shipping is helpful. A letter to our community at Levi Strauss and Co. The health and safety gear of our employees and the communities we serve are our top priority. Because of that, effective immediately, we're closing all of our outlets through March 27th. All store staff will be paid as scheduled through this time. Levi.com is always open, but we understand shopping for jeans is probably the last thing on your mind right now. We'll get through this together by being kind, keeping healthy and staying connected virtually to friends and loved ones. Wow, I actually didn't read this. This is a great email. Isn't it? It's a great email. It's the right tone. Because when you had first said that, I'm like, yeah, no shit, their website is open 24-7. But it's the way that they said it. Our website's always open. However, we know this is not a priority. So do what you got to do right now and we'll be here if you need us. And like, there's no images in this email. There's no design in this email. It's just straight up like someone who knows how to communicate wrote this and sent it out. It's awesome. I'm going to screenshot it right now, actually. And they're leaning on email. That's the channel that's tried and true. It's the channel that you, if you're listening as an e-commerce business, like you probably already have a list or you're currently building a list. And if you're not, you absolutely need to get on that. But like, that is the channel that I'd be leaning on right now. Like if I wasn't comfortable spending money on Facebook ads, and we should talk about that in a sec, because I think there's an opportunity there, but I would be leaning heavily on email and I'd be using authenticity. I'd be thinking about like, how can you help? How can you position your products in the context of what every family is going through. Like right now, for me and my family, we're sitting at home. I've got a daughter. We're looking for things to do. School's closed. Like I'm buying puzzles, right? Like I'm I'm buying toys, uh, you know, we're watching Frozen 2. Like we're doing stuff, you know, it's not like the world is coming to an end. So I think there is a big opportunity and I, I would be leaning heavily on email. Almost like as an executive during this time at a company, you know, you should be over communicating with everybody. I I honestly think the same is true for a brand. If you're a brand who has been out there doing marketing that people love before, right? If if you're a big corporate brand and like now is not the time to double down on like sending a ton of email, but a great example is a company Rewind Bars that we had. Ryan Lee was on the podcast recently. His emails are amazing. It's just his voice. He's an amazing copywriter. Or if you're somebody like Val Geisler, right, who writes great emails, like to me, now's the time to double down on that stuff and over-communicate. Basically, you know, make it 99% about your story and what's happening and an update and 1% about selling. So 
I think it is a good time to double down on email and just over communicate. This is a time to build a relationship with people who may not have gotten the opportunity to do that before. Yeah. I also think it's okay to sell, right? You and I have been riffing on this a little bit in the sides, but it's 100% okay for you to send that email. I think you just need to be cognizant of the tone and the context, but like you should continue building your business. And part of, I think what's happening is all the fear, but like continuing to sell is the heartbeat of this economy. And I think you just need to be doing that right now. I think the opportunity is like, it's weird because it's like, it's a tough time. But I think the thing that we're excited about is how much of a focus is going to be put on e-commerce now that people aren't going to the store. And so I think like there's a real opportunity to have e-commerce brands be the companies and the revenue that stimulates the economy because nobody's going out to restaurants and bars and, and retail, but they're shopping online. And so I would lean into that if I was a brand and, and say, hey, look, I think you have to address it though. You can't just sell in a vacuum, right? If you're tone deaf and you're making offers, but I think if you make a joke about the fact that everybody's at home on the couch right now, hey, I know you're probably in your sweatpants getting this email right now, but here's the deal. We're running 20% off you know, for the next two weeks. You don't have to make a joke out of it. You can also just say what's on your mind. But yeah, get out there and sell. Like it, It's okay to do that. You have to... Business is good. I think it just comes with tone deaf selling. That's the stuff that's going to turn everybody off. Yeah. Um, let's talk about let's talk about paid stuff. So so you you think it tell me what you think about Facebook right now. Yeah. So I think what we're hearing from friends in e-commerce, customers in e-commerce, et cetera, um, is that people are pulling back a little bit and and they're nervous, right? And even even internally, Privy Marketing is talking about what what should we be doing, right? So I get that. Um, and so I think what we're starting to see is that the cost of advertising on Facebook is temporarily going down for a lot of merchants. And so if you're sitting there with inventory, with strong cash on hand, I would encourage you to go heavy on email, right? But also to dip your toe back into Facebook because in moments where everyone is kind of like, hanging around on the sidelines, like that's actually an opportunity for you to strike as a business. Now, you got to think about like what category your product's in, right? So if it's some, you know, um, discretionary purchase that's 20 bucks that feels irrelevant during a potential apocalypse, like, okay, maybe just, just test, but be aware of that. But if, if someone's looking around for a mattress or a couch and they've been doing that for 30 days, like they're still very much doing that right now. It's not just food and toilet paper. So I think you got to think about your business, your products, your economics, but I'd absolutely be trying it, but I'd be potentially more aggressive around what those offers are, especially tying that to capturing that paid traffic once it hits your store so that you're, you're kind of squeezing more out of what you're already getting. Yeah, it could also be a time to just test, right? If you're not sure what the offer is and there's more people on Facebook right now, could you split that up and say, hey, here, here's three or four ideas for an offer that, that, that we could run. Let's figure out what, what feels best. Like for, for we, were, we were contemplating, like we were going back, back and forth on an offer for us as a brand as Privy and, and Ryan who, who runs Demand Gen in marketing for us, he basically has now through this exercise created a Google Doc of 
10 different types of offers that we could run and what the margins would be and what the impact on revenue would be. And so like, which is actually a, was a really good exercise for us as marketers because now we have that. And so when there's an opportunity to run an offer, we don't have to scramble and think about what we could do. We basically can go to our hit list and say, hey, let's run play number three right here. And maybe that, maybe that could be a plan, a play that you take in e-commerce. Yeah, I love that. I also think this just like broadly speaking represents a new opportunity around packaging for e-commerce, not in terms of like the box that this thing goes in, but like the bundle, right? And actually, I'm a huge fan of your podcast, Dave. Thanks for having me on um, the, the episode. <laughs> hey, thanks for, thanks for funding it. <laughs> the, the episode um, with, with me, MeUndies, I thought was great and like, is true today more than it ever was where he was talking about how they talk about um, the like, what was it? He had a name for it, but it was like the the hangout at home experience. Instead of like going out with your partner, you're like crafting this experience. And so whether it's you and your partner, you and your family, you and your kid, like this is such an opportunity for people to take advantage of that. Of, of the context, the relevance to act quickly and to deliver a ton of value, maybe yeah. make light of the situation and, and provide real value to their customer base. I think like wh- what you just laid out is to me, what's that for, forget like, if you just separate the tough economy and everything that's happening in the world right now, like what, what makes great marketers better than all the other marketers is that they can they can turn, they're super curious and they understand what's happening in the world. And then they can apply that to, to the marketing offer. And so instead of just saying like, Hey, get $10 off this thing right now, they can say, Oh, you know what? Tomorrow is national ice cream day. And so we should turn this into some offer. And like, I think there's a way tastefully you have to do that, but you can use this as an opportunity. Like, so if I was a marketer at an e-commerce brand, I would just be thinking right now, okay, what do we sell and how can I package that up based on what I know my customers are doing right now, right? This goes back to empathy, which is the most important skill that you can have as a marketer, which is like, okay, who am I trying to sell this to? What are they doing? Like we talk about this all the time, right? You have to understand when you're sending emails that the people you're trying to send emails to are also getting a hundred other emails at the same time. So what are you going to do differently? So I think here it's like, I know that my target customer is between 30 and 40 years old, probably at home right now with their kids trying to work and figure out what's going on. Could you spin this? Maybe you, you offer wine, right? Maybe you're just like wine down after playing teacher all day, right? You could come up with packaging just based on that. That costs nothing. You don't have to spend any more on, on products, on supplies or whatever. That, that is all just packaging and how you come up with that from a, from a marketing perspective. Totally. And that could be a, a partnership opportunity, right? Like this could create you know, uh, partnerships between e-com brands that never really existed or there was never a need for. What's that game, the like, the card game? Oh, Cards Against Humanity. Yes. Right? So if I, if I was Cards Against Humanity right now, I'd be reaching out to Drink House. You know House? Have you heard of that? They're like a hot TSC brand. I'd be partnering together. I'd package this together and I'd be selling liquor and fun card games together right? Like those are the types of things that based on who your customer is and, and what you know about them, ideal customer profile, like it doesn't all need to be your product, but act quickly, understand the context and use your existing customer base as the channel to communicate when you're kind of hunkered down and not sure where you should be spending. 
Yeah, or, or maybe there's even like um there's even like a non product offer is team up. Those two brands should team up and do a do a, a Facebook live about Ooh. you know getting your fam like what your family can be doing. Like oh. here's an example. Um, you know your your wife's company like you, you know you guys are making vi- free videos to put on YouTube. Like there's not a, you're not selling anything in those, but the the bet is that if you can provide education. Then when somebody wants to go take a class, they're gonna they're gonna turn to you. There's another there's another uh, person that we found through a friend who's been like he plays guitar and he's been uh, he's been doing Facebook Instagram lives at like 11:30 every morning. And so we've been doing music class at home via that. And That's you know awesome. now Lee Lee is sending money to his Venmo. But there's opportunities like that that don't require any cost, right? That's you using your creativity and and your your IP like your IP as an entrepreneur in that space. How can you use that to go out and create something you can sell to everybody else? Yeah. So, you know, if I were to recap, I'd say first, make sure that you're in a good position and that your people are taken care of. If your people are taken care of, they're going to continue to provide amazing support and products for your customers. Next, think outside the box. Use channels that you already have, relationships with customers that you already have. And think about new ways you can deliver value to them, given that we're all going through the same thing. Maybe there's some partnership opportunities. And definitely don't be shy about selling and trying paid because you might find that costs around paid are actually way less expensive than they were even just a week ago. I love it. How do you, um, maybe let's wrap up and just think of like, what do you in a world of uncertainty as a, as an entrepreneur, as a CEO, like, what do you, what do you think, what's going to get you through the next, like next weeks? Are you just trying to take it day by day? Like what's advice that you could give to other people? Yeah. I mean, day by day is good, right? Don't, if you, if you're thinking about, oh man, my plan's already off for the year. Like you're thinking about this wrong. You're preparing incorrectly. Like just think about the next, six weeks, right? What do you need to be doing right now that's going to put you in a position of strength over these next six weeks? Because maybe maybe it's six weeks, maybe it's 12, but like this is actually a time to be both thinking near term to make sure you're covered. And that's that's finances, that's, you know, inventory, supply chain, like be thinking about all those things, but don't stop. Because when this thing comes back, like people are spending more online. And, and actually, if you've been working creatively, I actually think there's no better time if you've had ideas for side hustles um, or, or if you're passionate about a product you make at home. Like this is the time to start a business. Um, and Evelyn, who works on our product team, like I know has been dabbling forever and she reached out to me after she saw that. And she's like, she's working on it now because we're fortunate we're in an industry that I think will grow even faster as a result, but travel events, like we're seeing it, uh, even other tech companies that aren't profitable, like people are going to be hit hard, but e-commerce will thrive. So yeah, while you're I love, home, I love it. Get going. It's also an opportunity. If everyone's going to shut, if everyone's going to shut down, you can be a brand that's, that's going the other way. Maybe that's an opportunity. Um, okay. Hey, so here's the thing. We can't announce it yet, but, but we are literally, t- we're recording this on a Tuesday. I think this is going to go out tomorrow, which is Wednesday. Uh, we're working on something at Privy behind the scenes right now to help basically get 
small and growing e-commerce brands more exposure during this time. I think one thing that we have that we can apply here is we have a we have a pretty big audience. There's 500,000 merchants that are using Privy. And so um, what we're going to do is we're creating a basically a, a site that's going to work like a directory of, of small and growing brands that are selling stuff online that you can buy from instead of having to go buy stuff on Amazon. The goal would be to say, hey, I hear what you guys are saying. I'm all in. I want to support, you know, local. I want to support online businesses. Cool. Well, we're going to give you, we're going to literally have a, a website that you could go to and find businesses from to go and buy from as opposed to having to go to Amazon. So I'm excited about that. The team is excited about it. Um, I know you were feeling excited about it too, Ben. So, so just keep an eye out as you're listening to this. Nice. I love that idea. I'm super excited. Let's go shift gears to go parent. We'll sign off this thing. <laughs> all right. See ya. See ya. See ya.